She's a design diva extraordinaire, but there's a lot more to Jeanette Ewan than you think. She's accomplished, she's celebrated, and she's admired everywhere. But where does Jeanette's passion stem from? I had the chance to catch up with her at Do Talks, a female empowerment panel hosted by Pandora Jewelry and held in honor of International Women's Month. And here's where Jeanette speaks about the things that have shaped her into the woman she is today. Check it out. Once again, we're having a date together. I'm so excited. You know you're my favorite date. <laughs> TV personality and designer extraordinaire. But you know, just, you know, we were chatting very quickly before this interview and you told me you have serious social anxiety. Oh, I do. And it's funny. Yeah. I was painfully shy growing up. And then I'd almost like overact out to try to fit into situations. Yes. And I, it's funny, as I work on TV, I do public speaking stuff. And if there's that, that distance barrier, I'm okay. But any sort of thing where people can interact with me, I'm so nervous of acceptance mm -hmm. that it gives me anxiety. Where does that anxiety stem from? I think from not fitting in as a child, to mm -hmm. be honest. I think that... Um, I was kind of an awkward kid, mm -hmm. and I think I always wanted certain people to like me, and it just that anxiety. You you're always feeling rejection. I fe feel that I fear that still. Mm -hmm. Why why were you rejected growing up? Why did you feel you were rejected? I think I was a, I was a bit younger than the kids in my grade. I started younger, and I was, I'm. I'm still geeky, like I still have stuffed animals. I've, I'm super nerdy and I think that I would try to always be so polished and perfect so I would fit in, but yeah. then I was so nerdy. It kind of put up barriers of letting friends in, or I always thought that just, you know, I wasn't good enough, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And now that you're on TV, it's funny how life works, you know? You grew up, you have social anxiety right now, it stems from a serious issue growing up, and then you end up on TV, and you have no choice but to face it every single time you face the camera. How do you deal with that? What's your coping mechanism? It's so weird. You mentioned that. I think the universe has a plan. I never, ever plan to do television, mm -hmm. honestly. And I still like don't have an agent or anything now. I worked in magazines and I love being behind the scenes. I yes. love being the quiet one, picking the model, making her look beautiful or designing the room. And then mm -hmm. with the switch in kind of how journalism was working, I started doing television to promote a magazine and it led to the next thing. I think I deal with it. I actually had a lot of good friends give me good direction. I get to know the crews that I work with really well. Mm -hmm. So, like, I feel so comfortable with you right now. I don't see the cameras, though our cameraman is quite cute, so I'm looking <laughs> at him. Um, you do learn to get comfortable with it. So I think yeah. the biggest coping mechanism is just practice. Mm -hmm. um, I still have to practice on the social events. I know people in Toronto, where I'm based out of, and Los mm -hmm. Angeles, they comment that we never see you out. That's something I need to work on. As much as we can try to find a way to deal with the situation, that type of anxiety that you felt that stemmed from your childhood is never easy to get rid of. You never, it never goes away. I don't actually, the funny thing is, is that as I grow older, I don't know if I want it to go away because yeah. this well, that's interesting. wanting to um, do things right, be perfect in the design world is amazing for me because before I wouldn't have the confidence to speak up, but if something is design related, mm -hmm. I will say, no, that line's not working. No, and I'm so, so precise, almost a little bit. I don't know if I can say this on your show, bitchy. Oh, of course you can. But I mean, like, confident, like, no, this is what I want. Mm -hmm. And I know some, like, my design partner that Jeff Hancock works with me, he's like, you're so decisive. And I think that is that need for perfection. So I've started to see, I'm also hyperactive, and I love that allows me to go, go, go. So I'm starting to see 
the positives in the challenges that I have in my personality. So d design is therapy then for you? Oh my gosh, if I didn't design and do crafts on a Saturday night with my friend Louise, my Scandinavian friend who's actually a huge fan of yours, <laughs> we do crafting nights and they just uh, ease all my stress out of me. Mm -hmm. So I mean, since you're a designer, would you consider yourself to be a therapist in some way? I think a self-therapist. Mm -hmm. I think, um, I don't know. I think my friends are therapists to me more, <laughs> more so than the other way around. But you know, it's interesting we're talking about this because we're at Pandora. Yes. You know, you were an ambassador for Pandora. You have been for many years. And today we're at Do Talks, which is about really giving, creating a forum for women for empowerment. So how are you taking all of these life experiences with the social anxiety? You're going to sit up here, you're going to fight all that, and you're still going to inspire a bunch of women doing it too. What does that mean to you? It means so much. Actually, Pandora, it's... Um, hard not to get emotional when I talk about them. Mm -hmm. I've been with the brand for a number of years and it's such an amazing, a, such an amazing brand. They really are about women empowerment. This is such a sincere message that they're conveying. And I think the messaging down to what a charm can signify to you, what giving your best friend a ring can mean, to creating looks that make you feel your best mm -hmm. are really it's such a rare and important message and I think now more than ever women we need to talk about this our you know our very way of life is being challenged and it's something that we need to look at so kudos to Pandora for hosting this talk I will deal with my social anxiety because I think every woman out there tonight is going to be a friend of mine mm -hmm. and we're gonna have a great conversation about this but you know speaking of challenges your anxiety is not the only challenge you face as a woman in this field. That's, that's quite the feat these days, too. Talk to me about the challenges you faced as a woman in the design space. It's really interesting, actually. I started at an architecture firm originally as a receptionist, and it was completely sexist. Um, I was objectified wow. by the two male bosses, the partners. Mm -hmm. And this is something that I'm first talking about with you. You always get these secrets <laughs> out of me. And I watched them do it to many of the female staff members. And then I mm. was scooped up by Chatelaine magazine and some amazing and thrust into a female empowerment environment yeah and I learned confidence I learned women supporting women and now you know I think I deal with it most on airplanes I fly a lot and I, I fly business I I'm self-employed and I like to fly business <laughs> and the men that sit it. next to you and sometimes they'll look at your rings or your jewelry and say oh who bought that for you I've been asked by customs who's paying for my flights I just you know give them a wink and a smile and least amount of information and just, I always remind myself, the most important thing we can do as women is come together and support each other. Mm -hmm. Because the second we start breaking down each other as a tribe, we're going to lose all of our power. Now, you've spoke about such amazing things right now. How would you advise a young lady today in 2017? I mean, they're facing a whole new set of circumstances and what it means to be a woman today. What, what would your advice be to these young women trying to make it in design or trying to make it in media? Be ready to hustle. Mm -hmm. Do 18-hour days. Work hard. Don't whine. Don't complain. Not saying that they do. I actually have a lot of younger women work for me, and they're go-getters, and I love it. Put your career first for a bit. Don't worry about boys. Don't worry about posting certain selfies on Instagram. Do mm -hmm. you. Really, really work hard, and then all of a sudden you're going to hit 30, and opportunities are going to open up. It's so true. But you really have to make your own opportunities, too. Yeah. And, you know, always be networking. Get yourself a mentor. That's what I did. I've had some amazing, I get goosebumps thinking about my mentors and the changes. Talk to me about some of them. Oh gosh, um, Don Watt was an unwilling mentor. He was a bit of that guy who liked the women, you know, <laughs> at the front of the office, not working in the office. Yeah. Um, 
he's a designer since passed away sadly but he I actually did PR for him and I learned mm -hmm. so much from him Lisa Tant I talk about her all the time gave me a chance at Chatelaine when I mean there was so much nepotism in the industry I'm not from a rich private school hired yeah. me gave me such a good break would sit and work with me on my writing redlining things I mean she was tough on me but I realize now all those late nights that she stayed, I mean, that was out of the goodness of her heart. She could have gone home and been enjoying a glass of wine. It's a lot of work to be a mentor. So, you know, Annabelle Phillips, another one, just so many great women that gave me a chance. Mm -hmm. Now, what have you taken from these women that have inspired you? Give back. Mm -hmm. Learn those lessons. Listen. Listen, listen, listen. You never get too old to listen. You can always learn from listening. Learn so, so much. And now pay it forward so i you know hire a lot of recent graduates my summer students and pay them i am so no like pay them pay them pay them mm -hmm. if you can i cannot come in with my you know fancy handbag knowing that i've got some students working for free not okay with that yeah so that's a lot what i learned from them yeah and so how would you describe your give back right now at this state and this point of time i try to do a lot to give back so i work with a number of great organizations i'm an ambassador to plan canada yes. and my focus is on women empowerment which is really exciting I work with pet smart charities of canada i cannot have a pet because i travel <laughs> too much so i put my love through that i'm going to be working with the aids foundation in los oh. angeles and actually giving back through design try to give back as much as i can support people um i just really want to make a difference and you know i'm very lucky and I guess some people might say unlucky. I don't have a partner or children, and I, I do make a decent living. So I try to put as much but back. But you need the man. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, I try to even give back in, like, hiring artisans, paying yes. them fairly, um, taking less okay. from myself and spreading it around, and really keeping people going. And if I see someone who's a little down in the dumps but is talented, I'm going to hire them. Thank Fine. you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you.